Hi team, I'd like to start today's podcast by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast, the Nunawal and Nambri people. I'd like to extend my respects to Elders, past, present and emerging, and to any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander people who may be listening to this podcast today. Thank you so much. Hi team. I sat down to record this podcast and realised that I had no idea what I wanted to talk about. And so today's episode is just basically a background about why the podcast exists, which is kind of nice. It's nice to know the why of something. Um, We go through talking about the title of the podcast and how that uh, moment in my life caused me to... uh, and podcast after it we then go into the sort of crux of why I created the podcast um I talk a lot about Abby Chatfield just because I'm obsessed with her um but yeah enjoy the first episode of this has been fun you're a bit much hooray Welcome to This Has Been Fun, You're a Bit Much. My name is Laura and I am excited but also so anxious about sharing my dating stories with you. Um, But yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So what a good time. A little bit about me. Um, As I said, my name is Laura. Um, I'm a 23-year-old woman living in the nation's capital, Canberra. I'm obviously Australian because of my disgust disgusting accent um but yeah that's pretty much everything there is to know about me um I have been single for about two years at the time of recording and it's been I don't know how to describe it chaos is the word that springs to mind but not like like, when I picture chaos, I feel like I picture a tornado or something, and it hasn't been, like, quite that lunatic. But, like, it's been pretty damn close, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, it's been enjoyable. I've met some wonderful people. I've met some trash cans of human beings. But at the end of the day, I'm still here, still kicking, and I'm always going to be this little baddie. So, yeah. Living. Um, I wanted to start by explaining why I decided to call this podcast this has been fun you're a bit much now it is a bit of a long story so I'm a lot like when I say I'm a lot I mean I'm a lot like it's just yeah I'm a lot of human being I have very big feelings I'm very I am now never used to be but I'm very now open and honest and upfront with my feelings like if I don't like something you all know about it because I don't I don't think it's fair to not lie about it but I don't think it's fair on me to have to hide it if you know what I mean so yeah I'm a lot I'm a lot I'm crazy I'm anxious I'm funny I'm very sarcastic and a bit savage at times but yeah that's where I'm at so We throw it back to 2019. So I'd been single for under a year. And I'd come out of what in retrospect was 
the biggest learning curve of my life. Um, and I was single and I was living my best and I was on Tinder and I was on Bumble and I was on all of the apps because that's what you do when you're 20-something and you're bored in your little hometown. So, yeah, I was 22, living my best. Um, and I met this guy. Um, we're going to call him the sailor because he was in the Navy. Anyway, so the sailor and I had been seeing each other for maybe like a month. He was staying over. He was like coming to Sydney to, from down from Sydney to see me. Like it was really beautiful. Um, absolutely lovely dude. We had really like interesting conversations because we both had different views on a lot of things. And I loved it. I thought it was awesome. It was really nice to get to know someone like that again. It was, yeah, it was just, it was very romantic. It was a really good kisser, which was nice. Doesn't hurt, does it? Anyway, um, but yeah, pure gentleman. And so, yeah, I was seeing the sailor for a little while. And it was my last semester of undergrad. So I graduated with a, you don't care about what degrees I have. Why, why did I even think that that was a good idea? Anyway. So I was in my last semester of my undergrad, which was like the most stressful semester for me because if I didn't pass, I'd have to stay in uni and that was just like not an option. So I was in my last semester, it was like coming up to my final six weeks and I was seeing this guy, we've been seeing each other for maybe three weeks to a month, I reckon, maybe. I don't know, time flies. And yeah, there was just one day and I was on the way to uni and we, I something we'd had an argument or something, I don't even remember, I just like have this like photographic light bulb memory moment of arriving to uni and seeing that he'd messaged me, I was like oh my god I can't, like I just, I need a minute, so I'm like walking around my campus, I'm like you know what, like I've got this really good like bad gut feeling, I'm like this message isn't good, like I don't want to read it, but I know that I need to quickly so that I can recuperate and recover and decide what I need to do. <laughs> I can't even laugh. Oh my god. Anyway, so the message from him, literally word for word, was like, Hey Laura, look, this has been fun. You're a bit much. Good luck with uni. And that was it. And I was like, <laughs> I was 22 and I was like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Um, yep. Okay. And then he blocked me and deleted me off everything. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So it'd be like that sometimes. Um, sweet. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and yeah, that's the story of the podcast title is because some dude literally was like, this has been fun. You're a bit much. Good luck with uni. Peace. And disappeared. Um really awkward like literally 48 hours ago I was scrolling through my people you know how Instagram gives you like people you may know um and his little sister showed up and I was like oh awkward she has no idea who I am but I was like oh, oh, oh. anyway so yeah this has been fun you're a bit much is about people who suck at dating because I'm terrible at it because I'm a lot and I just think I know that me and my friends sit down uh, with a wine and have a chat about it and we always dish and we always talk about our first dates and our horror stories and I've made one of my girlfriends call me in the middle of a date, I'm that person, 
um, I'm pretty sure she pretended that my dog had eaten a lizard and gotten really sick. <laughs> I'm terrible. But I think this is just a way for me. It's like therapy, but it's free. Is me chatting about my dead in love. Um, and it stops my friends from having to listen to it because they're pretty bloody sick of it. Um, I have one beautiful best friend who literally every time I start talking to her, I'm being like, you remember this guy? And if I use their name, she's like, which one was that? And then she starts listing characteristics of men that I've started seeing. And I'm like, no, not that one. No, not that one. And I just, we had this moment the other day and I was like, man, I'm really bad at dating. And so, yeah, this is how This Has Been Fun came about. Um, Yep. That's it, really. It's just a way for me to get free therapy and chat shit. Because it's all I'm good at at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. No, no. But yes. (laughs) Low-key, yes. So, yeah. That's what this is going to be. It's going to be interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to start this episode. Um with a beautiful guest uh namely whichever friend of mine i can get a hold of first and force them to sit in a shop room with me while we um discuss men so yeah there will be guests coming in and out um there'll be other single gals um i've got a few of my friends that i want to hear some of their perspectives of because i am very lucky that i have a very different mindset to a lot of my friends so I do always get a lot of opinions when I start talking to them about men um but hopefully we'll get some listeners going hopefully someone relates to this and hopefully there's someone out there sitting alone in their room like I do when I listen to Queen Abby Chatfield um that goes yeah I needed to hear that or wow that's a really good insight so yeah um that's it that's the intro for this episode i don't know what's going to come after this because i haven't recorded it yet but you know just go with it we just go with the flow i love that i've just done like a nine and a half minute intro lol um but yeah that's it that's the tea that's the tea the whole tea and nothing but the tea this has been fun you're a bit much and if you're a bit much like me i'm pretty sure you're gonna like this so let's do it So, I'm, like, really bad at dating. Like, I mean, real bad at it. I get attached too quick. I'm... I'm a lot. I'm a bit much. And I I wanted to create this podcast as a way to kind of... How do I describe this? It's partially an outlet for me to, as I said in the wildly long intro, get free therapy. But it's also partially for me to find people who relate to me in a way. Because I think as someone who is very aware of how badly she sucks at dating people. Like I'm terrible at it. I think it's also really important to recognise that other people feel like that too and I'm not alone in it. 
and yes I have a group of incredible women around me to support me and help me and be my incredible powerhouse powerful females that I love so dearly and that bring me so much joy but at the same time I think more people need to how do I word this I think it's time now with the feminist movement that is becoming so powerful and with women who, for example, Abby Chatfield, who takes such incredible ownership of their, not just of their bodies, but of their minds, of their brains. Like, she is one of the smartest women in the public eye. She is incredible. And, like, if you've ever listened to It's A Lot, her podcast, you'll know that she is hands down 100% a feminist queen and I think it's really important that women like me like my friends like the people that I spend my time with have exposure to women like her because she is so incredible and she is such a good role model for us to aspire to be like because she's I hate to use this word because I just I think it's such a load, but she's just so unapologetically her. And the reason I don't like to use the word unapologetically is because I shouldn't have to apologise anyway. Like, I shouldn't have to apologise for being me. I shouldn't have to be quote-unquote unapologetically me when I can just be me without apologising for it. And I think that's something that Queen Chatfield does so remarkably well is that she is her she's like I'm here I don't give a shit like you can think whatever you want about me but I'm here and I'm here to stay and I know that I've got my back and if you don't have my back that's fine because I've got it myself you know like I think that's just a massive thing that I want to be able to give to people as well because I can't like oh I'm going to get emotional talking about it, but I can't put into words how much that woman, that incredible woman, Queen of the Jungle, as was announced last night, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here 2021. She just came out and she rocked it and that's what she's done since day dot. And I think having someone who is so brutally honest and so just on it, like there's no other way to describe her. She's just on it. And I think that's such an important thing particularly for young women and particularly in the environment that we currently live in like none of this unapologetically you bullshit like you never have to apologize for who you are like if someone's trying to get you to apologize for who you are we cut them out sis like we don't need that in our lives because we're better than that you know I don't know I've just been thinking about who I am now compared to who I used to be like that story in my intro I think back to the Laura who was like this is like who was too much and it's not the fact that I was too much it's the fact that the sailor he couldn't he wasn't the one because the person that is perfect for me isn't gonna go babe you're a bit much they're gonna go yes babe like you're so crazy I love it they're gonna embrace my like 
they're going to embrace the things that make me a bit much and they're going to love the things that make me a lot and that's what it's meant to be like I don't know if that's a romantic like I don't know if I'm romanticizing that but I think for me most importantly it is I'm I'm looking for my equal who is going to celebrate every single win with me as well as every single failure and I think until I find that person who looks at me and instead of going god she's a lot they go oh my god she's so much I love it like I think that's the most important thing and I'm very lucky to have been surrounded by women who've changed my thinking on that because I remember getting that message and I was so upset like I get emotional thinking about it now because I thought it was something wrong with me. I thought there was something wrong with who I was as a person. And it took literally years for me to go, you know what? That wasn't on me. That was on them. And that's crazy. Like, I should never have even got... Like, my first thought was, oh, like, it's it's on me. It's my fault. Like, no. That's the wrong first reaction to have. It's not the fault of me that they think I'm a bit much. That's on them. That's their problem. You know, like, it's their problem that they think I'm a lot. Because I know that I'm not a lot. And, like, yeah, I do know that I'm a lot. That's a fucking lie. I am definitely a lot. But it's also, like, I'm okay being me. I'm okay being a lot. As long as I can still be myself. Because... I'm sick. I'm fucking awesome. And I think that mentality is what a lot more people need, is that that Abby Chatfield vibe where you are yourself, you're not going to change, there's no point, and if people ask you to, you're going to call them out and you're going to ask them why. Like, I... It's taken a lot, but I've started doing that and I'm really proud of it. And I think I'm going to tell a story in a minute about that situation where I've called someone out and it was a lot it was a bit much I'm a bit much okay so I need to pull up these screenshots before I get started on this moment so I recently joined the feminist movement because of Queen Abby Chatfield um and this I started as a pretty like closeted feminist um partially because I think there is still unfortunately a lot of stigma about being a feminist and identifying as a feminist because men not see it as a threat because that's not what it is It's just that it's still really commonplace for women to sit back, stay a bit more quiet and subdued. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Like if that's your personality naturally, you do you boo. But like I think there's this level of, yes, stigma around it because often women who identify as feminists are seen as outspoken and outrageous and very abrasive and abrupt with how they address it and it's like well no 
they're just speaking their truth and being honest and not sugarcoating it because why would you bother? And so I, it took me a while to really get on board and fly the feminism flag and it is almost single-handedly due to Queen Abby Chatfield that I began my feminism journey and I've since listened to Clementine Ford and read a lot of uh, research and people's works about feminist as like feminism as a movement and I do find it really interesting but this the story that I'm about to tell is the first time I really sort of actually like stood up for myself with it like it was the first time I called out someone's fragile masculinity and misogyny and it was kind of the best feeling ever and I was very angry at this person because of the way that they spoke to me but I was also like like I really surprised myself because of how, how do I word this? I was surprised in myself because I knew how angry I was, but that didn't stop me from getting my message across and from expressing my feelings. Uh, Like, again, I hate to use this word, but unapologetically, like I just sort of said it, didn't give a shit what he thought. And that was... A very freeing feeling. So, I matched with this man on Bumble. Um, We're going to call him a China doll because his masculinity was very fragile. Anyway, so Bumble is obviously a wonderful dating site where the women have to make the first move. So I had to message him first. So I said, you, sir, are cute as a button, just FYI. He was like, thanks, you're attractive too. I particularly like the tattoo in between your boobs. The red flag started coming up. And it wasn't like a little red flag, like colossal. Anyway, me being a little bit sarcastic, I was like, thanks, I chose it myself. China doll goes, hot. Do you like bragging to everyone that you bought a house? I literally had it as my bio, being like about to settle on my new, on my first home, need someone to push the trolley to Ikea and stop me from buying Calic shelving units. It's funny. Anyway, this guy goes, do you like bragging to everyone that you bought a house? I'm like, "Mm." the red flag's getting a bit higher. I was like, I mean, as a 23 year old buying her first place on her own, yeah, kind of. He's like, good for you, but bragging is not a good quality. Be proud and humble. First of all, no. That makes less than zero sense. Being proud and being humble are literally opposites. You can't be proud while also being humble. Like, if you're acknowledging your achievements and you're like being proud of your achievements you're not really being humble about them are you anyway oh i'm gonna get so mad i'm getting fired up already and haven't even gotten halfway through good for you but brian be proud and humble i am proud and humble separately obviously but i'm also allowed to celebrate my massive achievements don't you think 
the trap was set. Of course you are. Ha ha ha. The trap caught that bitch. So tell me why to be... So why tell me to be humble about something I've worked my ass off for? This is the kicker. People don't really like it when others flaunt their successes. He spelled there wrong. T-H-E-R-E instead of T-H-E-R-E-I-R. Can we change the subject back to your bo- <laughs> I can't even say this. Can we change the subject back to your boobs? Okay. Hoo. Hoo hoo. Let me, un- there's a lot to unpack here. People don't really like it when others flaunt their success. Read. Men like me, who have very fragile masculinity, don't really like it when others flaunt their success. Because we're they're achieving more than I am. That's what that read to me. I was just like, this guy is just pissing me off. And then, can we... I can't. Can we change the subject back to your boobs? Are you... I'm not trying to be dramatic, but what the actual hell is wrong with this human being? Like, I'm not trying to be dramatic at all, but that is cooked. Like, I'm of the mind that if you wouldn't say it to someone over brunch, don't say it over text. Like, imagine someone saying that to you over your egg and bacon roll and your soy ice latte. Like, big ick. Anyway. So I first of all corrected his spelling, T-H-E-I-R. Pathetic. Imagine not knowing the difference. Anyway, I went on to say, also it's none of my business, someone else's opinion of me, so why should I not be myself and flaunt my success when I've worked hard for it? And no, because my boobs aren't an object to have a conversation about. Why not? I'm assuming the why not was about my boobs, so I just fucking left it because I was like, ew, gross. Anyway. Uh, his response was, because people won't like it and think less of you. I can tell you're getting offend, and even though I'm trying to help you. Haha. Again, a lot to unpack. Because people won't like it and think less of you. If people don't like what you're doing and they don't share in your success, they're not the people you want in your life. Just putting that out there. Second, like The second part of that is... If someone thinks less of you because you share your successes with others, again, not someone you want in your life. If someone goes, oh, that person bought a house and is like telling people what a pathetic loser. It's like, um, I'm sorry. Jealous much? Um, and then you're like, oh, I can tell you're getting offended. You didn't even spell offended right. Man, I did not read these properly because I was so angry. I can tell you're getting offended and... Oh, f- fuck, I did it again. I can tell you're getting offended even though I'm trying to help you. Ha ha. Okay, did you pass like grade seven? Because that's not even a sentence. Anyway, I responded. I'm not getting offended. I was a bit. I'm just confused as to why you think I should shy away from success. I don't particularly care if people don't like the fact that I'm proud and confident in my achievements. And again... If they think less of me, that's none of my business. That's on them. The kicker. The red flag was flying high at this point. It was sailing in the air. I think any chance of us fucking has evaporated. Haha, damn. 
Oh, well, you seemed nice. <laughs> Boy, let me tell you, I don't just seem nice. I am lovely. I am a delight. Okay? I'm a sheer queen. I turned around and was like, and you're a misogynistic human being. Treat women as treat women as your equal and you might have better luck with them. No, I'm not. Bye. Blocked reported he got banned from Bumble two days later because that dis conversation was disgusting. And it really got me thinking. So I'm pretty lucky. I've been on dating apps for quite a while, but I've also met some really nice people on there. My ex I met on Tinder and I loved him more than I've ever loved pretty much anything other than my dogs in my whole life. And I just, I got really upset about 48 hours after this interaction with this person because I thought back to when I first got on Tinder Bumble. There was no hinge in that day. And I really, I was 18 when I started using dating apps. Like, I was young. And, um, please, my dogs have just decided that it's their time to shine. And they're joining the podcast. Hello. Can you stop? Anyway. I was 18 when I started Aero. <laughs> Come on, under. Go on. Go on. Under. Come on, man. Stop. Go away. I started using dating apps when I was 18. Like, I was young. Like, I'm still pretty young. I'm only 20... Crap, how old am I? 23? ASMR. Um, <laughs> and so I was young. And I just thought about these girls that are on these apps. And I'm like, oh, ima like, imagine if someone at the age of 18 had an interaction like that. And they would have been like, okay, that's how it is. But like, no, baby, that's not how it should be. Like, it's really not. Like, don't. Anyway. So, literally less than 24 hours later. And this was, I think, this was, like, this was the crux of me starting this podcast is because I got these, I had these two interactions within the space of 24 hours and it just, oh, it just kind of hurt. Anyway, so this one's a hinge. We're going to call this guy the dad because I'm pretty sure he had at least two children. He was a bit older than me, but anyway. Oh, first message at like 3.30 in the afternoon. So he couldn't even use being drunk as an excuse. What's the best way to ask you out, Taylor? Laura, asterisk, asterisk, shit, sorry, ahaha. That is the most incredible fail ever. Obviously, that was me saying that. Duh. Um, imagine, ugh, men. If you're listening to this, which probably not, but like if in case you are, first step of wooing a woman is get her freaking name right. Taylor. Do I look like a Taylor? And not like a T A Y L O R. 
or T-A-Y-L-E-R. This was a T-A-Y-L-A-H. Like, it's the love. Okay, I have several tailors that are spelled this way that I love. Love you guys. But it's a little bit bogan. Do I look like a bogan tailor? Is that a thing that I look like? Anyway. It was like pretty incredible. A, aha, my bad, these things happen. As an aside, the best way to ask me out is get my name right. Duh. And he's like, I know, I fucked up. Laura, baby, to make it up to you, how about I buy you a drink sometime? I don't drink, so thanks, but no thanks. And then we, like, just cooked him off. Blocked, like, deleted, just gone. Like, ugh. Oh, and another one. I'm just going through my screenshots now. God, I have so much crap in here. Um, Again, a Bumble dude. Pretty sure I am still matched with this one, but, like, this isn't so bad. So I stopped drinking in October last year. Like, stopped drinking heavily. Like, I was only one or two, and I'd always drive everywhere anyway. And then as of 1st of January, I'm doing a full year of sobriety just because I feel like I need to... I'm not going to go into that. Why would I go into that? Anyway, um, so my opening line on Bumble is, what's your ideal Sunday morning? Just because I love it, hearing about people's weekends. This guy was like 32 kilometers in about four minutes per kilometer pace of very rolling hills through pine forest on a crisp autumn day. It's like, it's so specific. Is that running or cycling? I don't know. I don't know your life. He's like running. I'm like, that is swift as hell. Like, that's fast. Anyway, that is swift as hell. Yeah, babe. Good to see you don't drink. Mad props. Thanks? Like, why? Like, I get that it's good for my health and all the rest of that, but, like, I don't know. I just didn't love that. Anyway, this is the whole reason I have this podcast now is because this is the crap that I'm dealing with. Like, this is it. This is the stuff that I'm going through. And I just... I have no other way of processing this other than to talk about it. And I think a lot of my frustration stems from the fact that because of my newfound feminism, I am very, very willing to snap at people quickly if I need to and I think that I just ugh I don't have patience for men like if you're gonna speak to a woman in a way that is disrespectful or belittling or like patronizing like just stop and like I'm kicking butt in the world at the moment I'm 23 I've just bought my first home I'm a dog mum to two beautiful little babies I have a really cool job I have a really cool side hustle I'm you know normal looking ish although apparently I look like a tailor um not saying that tailors don't look normal that was not what I meant at all Oh my god, every tailor I know is going to listen to this and literally want to hit me in the face. But anyway, like, 
I don't know, it's just, there's a level of just exasperation at the moment with me and dating, like part of me really wants to like meet my man and have a snorkel and fall in love and live happily ever after and get married in a Monique Lillia dress, like, but then part of me is also like, you know what, I don't have time for that, I've got a house to settle on I've got a job to kick butt at like I got better things to do I got bank to make you know what I mean and I just I don't really know where to go from here and I think there's a lot of confusion and there's a lot to unpack and this podcast is going to help me do that so yeah those separate incidents those few little dating app blunders is the crux of why this podcast exists because first and foremost I needed a place to vent because my friends are getting real sick of me chatting their ears off but secondly I want to be able to give someone else a voice like I want someone to be sitting in their room listening to their podcast while they like I don't know, clean something. Like, pop this on when you're cleaning your bathroom. And you listen to it and you go, oh my god, I've had that happen to me. Or, oh my god, that's horrible. I've had something similar. Like, I just, I want to create a platform where women can come together, be relatable as hell, and understand each other. And then disperse and enjoy their lives as completely individual human beings. And I just... This has been fun, you're a bit much, is something that I think a lot of women, not just women, girls, anyone from the age of like 18, I'm going to say 18 because I swear a lot on this podcast and obviously we will get into dating apps and Frenching and fornicating uh, later, but I just think anyone who's even considered dating someone, be it he, she, they, like, anyone, a human being with a human being, brain, body, all of that, you know, like, if you've ever considered dating a human being, or if you ever have dated a human being, you're, you're gonna have come across something similar, or something that's a little bit like, you think about it and, like, your whole body cringes and your face screws up and you're just like, ugh. And it gives you the biggest ick. That's just inevitable. Everyone's got a story that gives them the ick. And I think I have so many stories <laughs> that give me the ick that I just want to be able to share them all and hopefully have someone relate to them. So, yeah. This has been like a full 40 minute podcast about why I created a podcast and I just don't really know what to do with that because I'm a mess. Um, so yeah, next week, I I don't know why I started saying next week. So the last thing I want to talk about today is something that has happened in the last 24 hours and I had intended to like wrap up recording today anyway but it just really came at a convenient time. So as I've said 
I have just bought my first of a house and I finally exchanged on Thursday. So the house is mine. I'm officially legally about to have some heckin' debt, but I've never been more excited in my entire life about a purchase, except maybe my Chanel shoes because I love them. But I posted something on Facebook about it because I am a millennial cusp Gen Z and Facebook is still relevant for me. Awkward. Showing my age. Um, But I posted on Facebook saying that I bought my first house and was really excited and everyone did the whole, oh my God, congratulations, which like I so appreciate because it has like, for anyone who's like, who knows me in the real lives, you know that the last 12 months has been like I've been dragged kicking and screaming through 2020 and the beginning of 2021 has been so exciting with the house, but also so stressful and Yeah. Anyway, so I really appreciated everyone being like, congratulations. But the thing I appreciated the absolute most, and I'm not sure why my voice has just disappeared. Please forgive me. Um, The thing I appreciated the absolute most, and I'm actually going to read it because it is heckin' iconic. Like, the joy I feel in my soul. I have a great uncle on my dad's side, so my parents aren't together. I have a great uncle on my dad's side who is the spitting image of my my late grandfather. And we love him. He is the most amazing thing ever. He is the great uncle that I commented, I shared something once about tattoos. And he was like, if you want to decorate your body, buy a bangle. And then I posted a photo where he could see my tattoos for the first time. And he was like, what happened to the bangle? Like... He's a very old school gentleman and we love him. Anyway, so I posted this thing on Facebook about my house and how excited I was. And his comment had me freaking rolling on the floor laughing. Like I have never in my 20 something years laughed this hard. Are you ready? Brace yourselves. Incredible. Good move. Good investment. Don't let someone take half when you split up. Be smart, kid. Prayer hands emoji. (laughs) Oh my god, like there's so much to unpack with this one. Okay, for starters, I love that he's like, good move, good investment. Like he knows that the area I've bought into will eventually like have a decent rent return for me. And it's not that, like, that I love. Hilarious. Like, bless his little soul. Like, I just want to give him a fat cuddle. It's the, don't let someone take half when you split up. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, oh, uncle, sweetie. Babes, that's definitely not something to worry about. I went halves with my mum on the house. (laughs) If Joanne and I split up, we're a bit fucked. Um, but I think, oh, it was just amazing. Like, and I was, I was walking out the door to my first tap class in about two years when I read it. And like my dad, I live with my dad at the moment. And dad was like, what are you laughing at? I was like, nothing. And I'm standing there wetting myself because uncle has just gone in for the kill. Don't let someone take half when you split up. 
And then the loving, be smart kid with the prayer hands emoji. Like, oh my God, my heart. When I say my heart melted, I mean my heart came out my body in a bottle. Like, oh, it just had me in stitches. And it really got me good. But it also got me thinking, is that why is it expected that I'm going to lose half of what I've built when I split up with someone? Like, you know what? Hard pass from me. Hard pass. Like, that prenup is going to be signed before we're even engaged. Like, I don't give two shits about the whole, like, oh, but don't you trust them? Of course I trust them. That's why I'm marrying them. But I'm also, like, I've landed myself a sick job at the age of 22. I was 22 when I started at my job, and that's amazing. And I just bought my first place with mum, and eventually I'll buy her out. And I'm just like, you know what? Like, mm, I don't need to go halvesies with anyone because I'm going to buy it myself. I'm going to pay for it myself. And you can't take half when you leave me. Like, it's inevitable you're going to leave me. So, like, anyway, I just wanted to share that little anecdote because it cracked me up. Oh, it just made me lose it. Thought it was the funniest thing ever. And so I replied to him. I was like, Uncle, I won't let anyone take half of what's mine. You know me better than that. Like, nah, nah, team. I also love that he's like the most old school dude ever and he's full on like, that's like, I'm not going to say that's a feminist comment, but like, he's getting there, nearly, he's trying, which I love, we love it, we love the effort, he gets a 10 out of 10 for effort, A for effort, if you will, oh, it just had me in stitches and I thought you all would enjoy that too, oh dear, anyway, what a time to be alive, um, I'm gonna go have some pasta and then a cat nap. Because I have a date today. Oh my God, how has it taken me this long to register? So I have a date today. We're talking to him. I think we matched on Bumble. He has a cute little new puppy. He's like 10 weeks old. He seems nice. We'll see how we go. Check in next week. Actually, I'll probably record a little bit after the date and tell you what it was like from the car. I'll do a car review of the date. That's a good idea. That's a bloody brilliant idea. I'm so clever sometimes. Anyway, okay. Car recording after the date. I'm going to go have some pasta. Bye. Okay, so I'm just on the way to my date. I have no idea where I'm going because I've never been to this place before. My car's beeping at me because I didn't put my seatbelt on. It's 23 degrees according to my car. It's fucking not. The sun is so hot. And I wore, stupidly, a long sleeve shirt, and like dress, and like boots. Like I look like I'm fucking in the middle of autumn. My hair's a mess, my face is a mess, because I got stressed skin. I feel like shit, I just don't even want to go to this fucking date anymore. But it's fine, I'm going to go, and I'm going to have a nice time, and I'm probably, hopefully going to get a free meal out of it, and that's fine. I've got no expectations. And it's like, if worse comes to worse, I just say, look... Like, afterwards, obviously. I'm not going to do it in the middle of a fucking day. If worse comes to worse, I just say, look, wasn't really feeling it. Good luck finding your one. But, yeah. Anyway, I will update again 
Pfarrerin. Okay, so I've just finished my day. It wasn't, like, shit, but it wasn't great. Like, I don't... I don't think there'll be a second one because I just, like... He was lovely, like, so lovely, like, really nice, very sweet, but, like, just... It was not a vibe. Like, gorgeous human being, but there's, like... You know when you're, like, you're nice, but there's nothing, like... Outstanding. Like, there's nothing that makes me go, I need to see you again. And I think for me, like, having that moment of I need to see you again is really important. So, yeah. Lovely. Lovely dude. Good chat. Good banter. I had the best mac and cheese toasted sandwich thing I've ever had in my life. It's changed my life. Coffee was shit, but. But, yeah. Good date overall. What a time. Okay, so we've covered a lot of ground today, um, which we love. We definitely don't hate that. But yeah, this is the first episode of This Has Been Fun, You're a Bit Much. Um, Thank you all so much for listening and taking the time to listen. I really, as I've said a million times earlier in this podcast, all I want is for someone to relate to it and identify with it and to have it resonate with people and hopefully eventually we'll be providing some strategies on ways to fix it um so yeah amazing iconic we stand next week I am planning to have my beautiful best friend uh be on she is the most wholesome human being ever like if sunshine was personified that's her um she has no idea that she's coming on yet haven't even asked her but I know that she has to say yes because I told her she had to say yes um but we're going to talk about her love life and what's led her to where she is now in her love journey so yeah thanks for listening we'll see you next week bye speak soon